Hello, and welcome to the Think Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Cuevas. I'm a lover of French Rose coffee, golden doodles, and pump-up music. I believe happiness is something we each create for ourselves and that you are in the driver's seat of your own life. Yep, you. Join me each week as we chat with guests about their personal happiness journeys and dive into practices that you can incorporate into your daily life to help you be, well, happier. G-O go. Let's G-O go. We have to include that. Okay. That is our intro for today's episode. All right. Hello, my friend, and welcome back. This is episode 11 of the Think Happy podcast. What in the world? How... How are we at episode 11? I hope you guys listened to last week's episode number 10. I did a Q&A. It was so much fun. Y'all sent in great questions. And y'all, I'm just having so much fun with you guys in general. And I hope, hope, hope that you enjoy our time together each week. I feel so thankful for each of you. And I just want to start today's episode by saying just thanks again. You know, I say it a lot, but I really mean it. Thank you just so much for all of y'all's support here with the podcast. Thank you for being part of the community. Thank you for following along on Instagram. All of it, y'all make me so happy. And just, yeah, thanks. So, okay, let's see here. This episode is airing on December 1st, I think. So that means Ellie's birthday party is just around the corner. I'm sitting here with my friend Shannon, who um, knows what it's like for a baby to turn one. And I am not okay. I am not well. (laughs) I keep talking about her party with you guys. And um, God, it's just going to be here so soon. So like by the time y'all are listening to this, the party is going to be like in a week and a half like what the heck I can't believe it okay so I'm really excited to introduce you guys to today's guest but I'm going to make you listen to one thing super fast in case you don't already know the think happy podcast now has a patreon so if you enjoy the content from this show and just the the instagram account joining the patreon is going to be right up your alley each month patreon members receive a bonus podcast episode and a free resource like a meal planning template or weekly goal setting sheets just lots of great stuff and it's literally only five dollars a month which is less than the latte you bought this morning so go on over to patreon.com backslash think happy to join the fun and speaking of fun this episode is going to be great you guys I am joined today by one of my favorite people in the world my friend Shannon Carlson Shannon and I met gosh okay back in my Chick-fil-a days which was my first job out of school so Shannon and I both did marketing at Chick-fil-a that is how we met Fast forward to like almost 10 years later, um, we still work together in a different capacity, though. We're both members of a marketing organization here in Houston. Um, We serve on the board of directors together and we just have so much fun. But more so than that, like we've just built this like amazing friendship that she just lights me up you guys she like i'm Aww. looking at her right now and like she just lights me up we're holding hands that's uh. how much we love each other <laughs> um so we are going to be talking um all about like pregnancy today shannon has um some stories to tell us about her personal journeys and i say journeys plural because um she has two little boys but i do just want to give a quick disclaimer here you guys that keep in mind that when you're listening to today's episode shannon and i are just two girls we're just two friends having a conversation about our personal pregnancies and experiences. Neither of us are doctors. Lord, like I could not be a doctor. (laughs) So um, this is not intended to be medical advice. And if you do have any medical questions, you should always go talk to your doctor. So I just wanted to start by saying that. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome Shannon thank you I am just like so excited to be here me too we've talked about this for a while I know and here we are making it can I just say how proud I am of you oh my gosh you are ultimate goals I am just so nice Caitlin was like just talking about our friendship and it's honestly 
I just am so grateful for it. Me too. It's the best. Me too. Just love when you can have friends and go and talk to them about, you know, anything and not worry oh, yeah. what they're going to think. And yeah, just real like stuff. judgment free zone. Yes. Everyone needs like a space mm-hmm. like that, I feel like. And um, I've talked about this on the show before. It's just like I feel like as we start getting older and like deeper into our adult life, it's harder to find like people like that who, yeah. who can be like your judgment free zone that you can like go to and talk about like. The real stuff, yeah, like you said, totally. that's such a good way to put it. Yeah, and it's like, it's like they say after high school, it's not how many friends you have, but it's like the quality, quality sure. over quantity. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, it's yeah. crazy, but it is so weird to think how we met way back when during our Chick Fil A <laughs> days, <laughs> such a long time ago, and now we're both married with, well, me kids, you kid, yeah, Ellie, and it's just like, wow, time has flown by. I just got goosebumps, like full body goosebumps. <laughs> All the way down my neck. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. I love it. Don't you love being a mom? I do love it. I love it. Oh, it's the best. Mm. And I'm so glad that we're going to talk about some of that today. I know. I know. So tell us just a little about you, about your husband, Chris, about your boys. Yeah. So um, about me, let's see. So I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. And yeah, I never left just because I love it here, so I guess. Great here. Um, yeah, I love Texas. If you're not here, you should get here. Yeah, you should totally move here. Um, the people are so friendly most of the time, yeah. unless you're stuck in traffic. <laughs> no one's nice in traffic. Yeah, maybe we don't want people to move here right. because then the traffic would be even it's worse. It's already so backed up <laughs> so as it bad. is. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, and then, yeah, I have two amazing little boys. Um, my oldest, which is not very old, is um, Ford. <laughs> Um, he's, he's almost two. He's going to be two, um, like six days before Ellie. Blows my mind. So December 10th. And his birthday party is the same weekend. Yes, it is. It'll be a busy Um, weekend for us. I can't believe it. I know it will be. Yeah. A fun weekend. Baby birthdays. Baby birthdays. Can we drink at those? Oh yeah. Okay. I got a keg for Ellie's party. So. Oh, you did? I did. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That is so awesome. (laughs) Whose birthday is it? I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Who, who's, who's this party for? (laughs) Me. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> really, it's a two-part birthday, one for Ellie yeah. and one for you for, like, keeping a kid alive. Oh, I know. For it's a year. Crazy. Like, honestly, it's so yes. hard. Lindsay and I were talking about that last night, how, like, that first birthday party is just, like, really a celebration for the parents yes. that, like, you did it. Honestly, there is not a plant that I have kept alive for a year. <laughs> Same. <laughs> no, I, that. I can't get my child I can't alive. Keep alive. No, I either. can't. I can't. Yeah. I don't know what the hell is wrong with I me. Don't I just know. cannot. Maybe because we love the kids more. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So Ford is my almost two-year-old, and then Noah is almost five months. So <laughs> Ford and Noah, the Carlson so brothers. Fast. I can't believe he's almost five months. I know. It feels like yesterday. It's it's been like it's gone by so fast. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, and just you remember that time when Ellie was so little, but then like you're like, oh my god! Like every day, you notice how much bigger she was yes. getting. That's how it is. I, I forgot how that was, and it's like every day I look at Noah and I can't believe how much I'm like he's an inch taller. And it's like I remember, and this still sometimes happens with Ellie. I feel like she just had a growth spurt, but like I remember when she was like five months, six months, mm-hmm. um, seven months that there would be mornings I would go in and like get her out of her crib and I would walk in and be like, oh my gosh, you literally look longer <laughs> right? from when I put you in this crib 12 hours ago. Like it's how bizarre. did that happen? Literally overnight I you know. grew. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. And they have those like long sleeping days and you're yeah. like, oh, they're growing. Yep. Here yeah. we go. Not yeah. going to be able to fit into these outfits anymore. And yeah. I have to go get new stuff. Right. Darn. I know. New clothes for the kids. And so, yeah. So I have my two boys and then my husband, Chris, and um, he's a realtor. And uh, Chris. I do love Chris. He's awesome. He's great. He is a true partner. He yeah. is. I could not do it without him. 100%. Like I and y'all probably hear this like just today. But it's like I'm so busy. Yeah. I say I'm I keep myself busy. Yeah. I'm a, I enjoy doing like I just have to yeah. keep myself busy. That's who I am. And like he is my 100% helper with that. Like he that. just he helps with the boys and at home. And like we're just yeah, we we need each other. 
I love that. <laughs> so Chris is so I'm great. grateful. Chris is so great. Yes. We love you, Chris. We love you too, Oakley. Yes. Yeah. You too, Oakley. Shout out to the husbands. <laughs> the hubbies. I'm going to take a quick break from this episode to tell you about Think Happy's Patreon program. Patreon is a monthly membership platform that, one, allows content creators such as myself a way to earn some income on the content we create, and two, provides subscribers bonus content and other perks. Members currently receive one extra podcast episode each month, plus a free resource that's available for download. These resources range anywhere from worksheets to templates to meal plans, just lots of really great stuff. It's only $5 per month to join, and the money goes directly toward helping me cover the costs of having this podcast produced, and also will help me continue to create lots and lots of content for you. Go to patreon.com backslash thinkhappy for all of the information. And as always, if you have any questions, shoot me a DM. Thanks in advance. I so appreciate it. Okay, so let's start by talking about your first pregnancy with Ford. So how were those like first few months of, of the pregnancy? Man. So this was like two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> unlike people who plan for a yeah. pregnancy, <laughs> um, yeah. So my husband, Chris, and I were barely like, uh, let's just be completely yeah. honest. Yeah. This is real like, life. This is real life here. Yeah. Um, you know, we met New Year's Eve mm-hmm. of 2018. Right. And then I found out that I was pregnant May of 2019. So yeah. we were, you know, barely together for like five months. Mm-hmm. And it was a complete surprise. Yeah. Um, I You had already told me that Chris was your person. Uh, did I? You had. Oh, yes. uh, I don't I rem- remember that. Yeah. yeah. You I had already. It. Yep. Oh, I love that. That's great. I mean, I did know it. Like, I think the third date, I was like, okay, like there's something really special. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling. Like, I just had that feeling. So, yeah. So I, I couldn't even be upset that like I was pregnant because like I was happy that it was with Chris, but I was shocked. Yeah. Like. it's not part what? of the plan. What does this even mean? Yeah. Like, what, what do I do? It? Yeah. What do I do? I was like, oh my God, what do I do? Yeah. Like, I have no idea what to do. And um, so, yeah. So, the first couple months were just like discovery. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know what it means to be pregnant. Like, what can I eat? I've heard there's things you can't eat. You know, yeah. it's like, and then calling the doctor, like, do I come in now? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, wait till you're eight weeks. It's like, and oh, you're like, wait until I'm eight weeks. Wait. What? No, like, is everything okay? <laughs> exactly. Let me come now. Total freak out. And it's crazy the shift between pregnancy one and two, let me just say. But <laughs> um, the first couple months were just like so interesting. I mean, I'm sure it'll be TMI for some people, but mm-hmm. I found out because my boobs hurt so oh, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like complete and total like That is not a myth. Yeah, it's not. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, the late period helped too, but yeah. also the sore boobs. Oh yeah. 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 Oh my so gosh. it was um fun to say the least. Yeah. I the first couple months though, besides just like discovering everything, I don't know if you remember like how mm-hmm. bad my back hurt. I do remember that. Yeah. I remember you getting to one of our board meetings, like literally in tears yeah i know well i've already have like you know back issues from and a long you time ago take the normal medication right. because mm-hmm. you were pregnant yeah, yeah in your first trimester they don't let you take um steroids which is like an anti-inflammatory like it helps mm-hmm. for me like i get inflammation in my lower back right. um, for my herniated discs and so like they don't let you take that your first trimester it can be very dangerous yeah. for the baby but you can actually take it later on in your pregnancy mm-hmm. um and we'll talk you know i actually did have to do that later on yeah um, to help long anyway but yeah so my back was an yeah. issue but yeah um somehow made it through that <laughs> you're amazing so when did you start realizing that the pregnancy with Ford was going to be a little bit of a bumpy ride? What? It was bumpy? <laughs> Say what? Say what? <laughs> um, well, it's interesting because the rest of my pregnancy was really smooth sailing. So I thought like yeah. I, you know, after I got through the back issues in my first trimester, 
Like, I loved being pregnant. I, I remember was that. just like, this is a gift from God. You literally were the definition of like a glowing pregnant <laughs> woman. I was not. <laughs> and I can very confidently and comfortably admit that I was not. And you were. It was oh so my gosh. Fun. Well, for the first one, my second one was not as easy. <laughs> but my first one after I got through the back stuff was just like, wow, I just feel so blessed yeah. to like be honored because I really truly my sisters had multiple miscarriages Mm -hmm. and I know my mom has had one and I know other people who have and so I just honestly felt blessed you know that I was able to have a child yeah so you just never know until you're put in that position for sure you never think to have those thoughts like until you're going through it exactly so yeah so pretty much you know I went through everything normal and great Mm -hmm. and then um when i was about almost i was 35 weeks um my husband and i were actually moving into a new house Mm -hmm. um you know just getting ready for the baby yeah like we needed more space you know out of my little one bedroom apartment and we still have five weeks to go and i know (laughs) i'm like oh i have plenty of time five weeks to go (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely start planning sooner for sure yeah definitely you need that time like you don't you're like oh I have time I have time like I'll wait to pack my hospital bag Mm -hmm. I'll wait to get the nursery ready don't wait yeah don't wait you never just you never know what could happen no and whether it is like a scary experience like we're gonna start talking about in just a second whether like the baby comes early because of like a health reason or something like that Mm -hmm. or just like sometimes your baby comes early yeah right and it's like you might think you have five weeks and both of us are testaments so like you don't like my hospital bag so ellie came also about five weeks early Mm -hmm. um same as ford and my hospital bag thank god was like half packed yeah and I was just like so psycho because it was my first pregnancy (laughs) but I had like a list of things and so when I was admitted Oakley went home and like at least he had the list to like (laughs) finish packing the bag of course he had a list (laughs) of course I like lists what oh my gosh (laughs) if anybody knows Caitlin we all know that you love your list and a microphone that too (laughs) and a microphone absolutely (laughs) okay but let's talk more okay so moving into the house you're 35 weeks Mm -hmm. we're moving of course I didn't do much because I was already like massive and um you know feet were totally swollen swollen tired the the mood swings were in full throttle um (laughs) and so you know we moved I think like Friday and then by Sunday I started noticing like super high blood pressure Mm -hmm. and you know around that time I think usually in the third trimester most doctors will have you monitor your blood pressure almost daily Mm -hmm. so I was doing that and it was you know semi-normal up until that weekend and it got you know pretty high did you just have like one of the machines that you can get at the drugstore or something like that yeah i think i got it off of amazon and it was like um one of those wrist cuffs oh okay yeah yeah i've since like tried other ones and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Uh, it's so hard to tell whether like those are accurate or not yeah but Yeah. yeah it was just one of those wrist cuffs and um i would try it you know multiple times if I got like a really high reading or whatever so that Sunday you know I I got I had that high blood pressure and so I was like okay well maybe after I get a good night's sleep it'll calm Mm -hmm. down well that whole night I was up with stomach pains like all of a sudden like I just stomach pains came on and like I had really bad indigestion in my third trimester so I thought oh maybe something's wrong with my stomach like just food you know whatever Mm -hmm. normally when I eat Tums like it goes right away yeah so I did that and nothing worked and I was up almost all night long and I was like I finally at like four o'clock in the morning like woke up my husband and was like I can't I haven't slept all night I've been having these stomach pains I don't know what to do and I was really scared because you know with your pregnancies you like have this whole plan yeah and you always like have this picture perfect like you see in the movies like they make it to 40 weeks and then you go into the hospital and you naturally have this baby and your water break yeah your water break so the monumental water breaking yes yeah that's not yeah I mean hopefully it is for I mean I know it is for other people but it just wasn't for me and so 
Um, and I'm a very much a planner like you. Yes. yes. I and I have to plan and like organize. And so this totally threw me off my mm-hmm. game. So I called the doctor and she was like, I think you need to come into the emergency room and get checked mm-hmm. out, especially since those pains, like where they were and like I think it was like the upper right quadrant or whatever of my right. stomach. And so that's what we did. I brought a few things just in case, you know, she told me just in case to bring a few things, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I thought like they were just gonna check something out and like I'd yeah. go home on my merry way. But I went there and they put me in a room because they were gonna do some blood work and you right. know, they strap like those heartbeat monitors yeah. on you to make sure that the baby's mm-hmm. okay. And so they saw um, uh, minor contractions okay. um, when I was in there with that, but not too big, but just some, right? And actually it's very normal in your last trimester to have contractions. Right. Yeah. Like even through then. You As know, your body's like starting ones. to right. prepare. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, but what, um, what was bad was my blood pressure was high yeah. and then they drew blood. Um, and they found, um, some really like just off the charts, bad stuff. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was, um, my liver enzymes came back extremely elevated. My, um, platelet count was very low. Um, and I was diagnosed with something called HELP syndrome. So H E L L P. Okay. I had never heard of anything like this in my Neither life had I until you. Yeah, I honestly like I get chills right now just thinking about it because Me too. I just remember being in that hospital room and being absolutely just like scared out of my mind. Yeah. Like, you know, and not only that, but my doctor had left um while I was waiting for the blood work. And then um, she was like, you know, um, she didn't think anything was that wrong Mm because like my blood pressure was high, but it was like manageable to where I could probably be on bed rest. Right. And so she left um, because her practice was in the hospital. So she left. And um, then I she actually called my room. Right. And was like, we have to deliver the baby within 24 hours. Oh, my God. And that's when she told me everything. Like, she's like, we have to deliver the baby. On the within phone? Tw- yes. Within mm-hmm. 20. She Because she wanted to tell me ASAP. ASAP. Like, right away. Yeah. yeah. Um, to prepare. And I think I had a panic attack. Yeah. I, it's almost a blur because um, I just, like, tears just, like, started running down my face. I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, I wasn't. Like, we had just moved into our house. Yeah. Like, thank God we we put the crib together but you know he they didn't even he doesn't even sleep in the crib and for like months but at first like when you're in that moment yeah. you're not thinking like that no. you're just like i'm not ready yeah like th- mentally either yeah And the mental side is huge. And I feel like especially with your first, like you don't know what to expect. Mm -mm. You don't know what it's going to be like once once he gets here, you know, and it's like there's so many unknowns and like having this huge wrench thrown into like the little bit of planning that you can do as a first time mom Mm -hmm. and just like having that totally shattered instantly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just unnerving and so she said that within 24 hours and like i'm like wait but where's my fairy tale like labor and delivery yeah (laughs) my birth and um so it was just wild and um like within an hour or two they had me admitted into um like basically the ICU for like pregnant women um, to be like closely, closely monitored because so with help syndrome um, and so elevated liver enzymes, like my liver was basically shutting down. Right. And I could have um, stroked out like at any moment or had a a seizure. Yeah. Um, So the seizures were what they were really worried about, which could be extremely bad for the baby. And a lot of moms that have help syndrome they typically get it earlier, right. like within the second, usually during the second or the beginning of the third trimester. Okay. For some, I had like around 20 weeks. In yeah. My head. Sometimes that can happen. Yeah. And when that happens, it can be extremely dangerous because for the, the mom. only way to help it is to deliver. Yeah. Get the baby out. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, uh, luckily though, like when babies are born that early now, 
you know, sometimes most of the time now they can be helped like with the IC, the NICU. The NICU yeah. yeah, you know, they're so incredible. <clears throat> like the yeah. the nurses in the NICU are just and the doctors are like just amazing. Yeah. They're they like really angels. Are. I mean, yeah. really. It takes a special <clears throat> person to have that career and yeah. I'm just so thankful that there's people I know, to do, me too. Who, who who like are called to exactly. do that. So amazing. Yeah. Um so okay so you're admitted mm-hmm. and they let you try to labor yeah i i still wanted to try to have a natural birth right but um my body <laughs> was not having it yeah i like literally went through hell and back <coughs> to try and have a Excuse natural me. birth and um but my body wouldn't dilate like yeah. after 24 hours i dilated almost two centimeters oh my god and they were like yeah we have to deliver you now Mm -hmm. like we have tried and tried and tried and we even got a second opinion because i was like i can't you know how long can we wait and they're like you cannot wait any longer yeah you have to have this baby now Mm -hmm. and so i because my body was actually getting worse so um and you know they put me on magnesium which is miserable it's the absolute worst i mean i wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy i know i mean it just makes you feel awful like it can cause nausea, like it makes you feel so sluggish and tired and just like out of control yeah. of your own body. It made me so hot. Oh my gosh, yes. I remember um, because, so my birth experience is not nearly as scary as Shannon's, um, but I had preeclampsia and so I also was on magnesium mm-hmm. and I remember they didn't let me labor. So like I went straight in for the C-section and I'm sure you remember this, like they put like heat pads on your upper body and like Mm. they had them on my arms. Wow. And I was just like, get these off of me. Like I am so hot. I am so hot. And you can't drink water because you're about to have like a huge surgery. And I just remember like I just would not wish magnesium on my worst. Yeah. And they made me stay on it for 24 hours. And so. Yeah, it was just awful. But um, so by that time, um, then I had to have an emergency Mm C-section. And, you know, within an hour, I got to see my little boy. Baby Ford. Baby Ford. I love my Ford. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. So so he was still born, um, you know, four and a half weeks early. Mm -hmm. I was almost 36 weeks by the time I had him. And. Um, when he came out, uh, he had a little bit of trouble breathing. Yeah. Um, and so they had to put him on a, um, it wasn't oxygen, a CPAP machine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so he was only on that for a few days, but he was in the NICU for a week. Okay. So. So um, he came four and a half weeks early. Do you remember how much he weighed? I'm sure you do. He was, yeah, six pounds, uh uh four ounces okay yeah six pounds four ounces so he was still like a decent decent size size. i'm kind of relieved honestly yeah (laughs) because if he had made it full term like he probably would have been like nine pounds and i would have been wishing for a c-section um it's seriously so so funny so ellie (laughs) was also almost five weeks early and she weighed seven pounds four ounces oh my god (laughs) i can't imagine i thought she was gonna be a big baby yeah i have a girlfriend who um has had natural births with both of her babies Mm -hmm. and both of them were like in the nine pound range oh bless her and this like she's tiny she just like has a small frame oh my goodness you are a wonder woman yeah a wonder woman all moms are literally after you've become a mom and been a mom you're like oh my gosh you have this newfound respect for your own mom yep and then all other moms you're like wow you're a superhero yeah It's true. Yeah. The best thing Oakley told me when I was pregnant was, wow, I couldn't do this. And I'm like, damn right, you couldn't. (laughs) You are correct. Can we just talk about that for a second and how when men get sick, it's literally like they're dying. I'm like, you are coughing. You have a cold. Yeah. It's like, no, you're just dig my grave. I'm dying. Like, it's literally just allergies. <laughs> You're going to be fine. Let me get you a tissue. Yeah. 
just like oh play my god the, the violin right like, so sad oh my goodness so sad <laughs> it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay see that's why it's like we really have one extra child yeah home. and if you're listening we love yeah. you but this is just the truth it's the truth yeah it's the truth yeah 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 <laughs> every woman in america can relate <laughs> everyone is like yeah. yep i'll yep. raise a glass yeah. to that oh yes <laughs> You've heard me talk about the importance of exercise and how it's essential in taking care of yourself. I preach that the key to having healthy exercise habits is consistency, and that one of the best ways to stay consistent is to mix up the types of exercise you do. My routine consists of bar and cycle classes at Moda Fitness and going on runs and walks in my neighborhood. Without a doubt, the classes at Motive are what I look forward to the most. The energy is contagious, the workouts are challenging, the instructors are knowledgeable, and I always leave feeling great. Motive offers a variety of classes, including bar, cycle, jump, yoga, and the newest class, circuit. At one studio, you can incorporate multiple methods. No more wasting your time going to and from studios that only offer yoga or only offer cycle. And guess what? I have a special offer for you. Use code THINKHAPPY, that's one word, for 10% off your next class package or membership package. This code is valid for the Memorial location in Houston. Go to MotiveFitness.com, that's M-O-T-I-V, for all class and membership package information and enter code THINKHAPPY at checkout. Once... Ford was born Mm -hmm. your symptoms the help symptoms like pretty much subsided went away yeah Yeah. literally (coughs) right after I had him um so I was uh they kept me in the hospital for a week almost Mm -hmm. after um, just to make sure that that huge room oh yes so great my doctor felt so bad that I had gone through all of that that Mm -hmm. they did give us like a, a little bit of a larger room. My husband had stayed with me there the whole time. And like my hu- uh, my son Ford was still in the hospital in the NICU. So right. my husband, uh, Chris, stayed with me and they did give us like this <laughs> little bit of a bigger room, which was so, so Y'all nice. had like a living room in there. I know. It was like an extra room on the outside. Yeah. Um, with like a little refrigerator and stuff yeah. like that. I, I remember that. I did um, get spoiled. And that was pre-COVID. So like yeah. your parents were able to be oh, there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, that was fun. We did. We were able to have visitors, which was so nice after I went through everything and just. Yeah. Yeah. There is something about just like, I remember when I was about to get released from the hospital. I remember telling my doctor, I just want to go home and see my mom. Yeah. Like, I was just I thinking just wanted, the same like, thing. My mom. I just wanted my mom. I just want my mom. I yep. know. Yep. Um, okay. So fast forward a year <laughs> after Ford was born, <laughs> you found out you were pregnant again. <laughs> Golly, I am insane. What, what is wrong with I me? Thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny because um, Chris and I were like, Let's I so I'm pretty far apart with my siblings mm-hmm. like uh, age, age wise. wise yeah yeah I'm close with them personally but just age wise you know we're I'm my sister's 12 years older than me my brother's seven years younger yeah and I love them but I wanted always to just be closer yep. to my siblings like that and so I you know Chris same smaller thing, age gap same thing with Chris's side so we just wanted a smaller age gap for mm-hmm. our kids now. You know, <laughs> you got a really like, small. Yeah, age we got a really one. So that's the funny thing is like <clears throat> you don't think when you're like, okay, let's start trying mm-hmm. to have another baby that it's literally going to happen your very first try. Yeah, yeah, it literally happened our very first try. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah, like, I thought we were going to have fun with this. Yeah, <laughs> this is going to be so fun. But I think God was like, who are you kidding? You know, you wouldn't have been able to handle like. The, ang- the anxiety that came yeah. with, like, waiting and, like, taking tests. And it's just, For like. For sure. Um, we plan God laughs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, so, yeah. So, we got pregnant. Let's. Um, we found out literally a couple days before Christmas last year. Yeah. Oh, so, so fun. Christmas gift. Um, okay. So, how did <clears throat> having help 
syndrome with Ford just like affect your mindset like going into your pregnancy with Noah? Yeah. So for the first couple months, like after having Ford, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to wait such a long time. Yeah. And then it's it's magical how we just like forget about those traumatic oh, yeah. events and pregnancies because you're just like, oh, my For gosh, sure. I love my baby. And like, yeah, I want another baby. And yeah. so, you know, um, it's easy. I, I never I didn't think anything like that would ever happen again. I just kind of mm-hmm. thought like it was a fluke. And that was something your doctor had told you, like, just because this happened one Mm -hmm. time doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen again. Right. Like, I have a higher (laughs) chance of it happening to me because I've had it, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen again. And, like, we know what to watch out for this time so we Mm -hmm. can be a little bit more proactive. Um, So I went into it, you know, not really thinking it was necessarily going to happen again. And like I said earlier, your second pregnancy is so different. Like yeah. my first pregnancy, I was on these pregnancy apps all the time. Mm-hmm. What size yeah. is my baby? Like, what are they doing in my stomach this week? Yes. All of that. I don't think I looked at that maybe twice. Like <laughs> the whole second one, you know, I was like, wait, what week am I again? Yeah. Like, I mean, it was just a total different. Like, I remember um, you telling me at one point during your pregnancy with Noah, you were like, I almost feel bad because like (laughs) I'm still giving like all my, all this attention to Ford. And it's just like, he's keeping me so busy. And like, (laughs) that's what it was though. It was like, I have a one-year-old and I call him Ford NATO, the tornado because he's literally nonstop all over the place. Like goes here, goes there, like just, doesn't yeah. stop like he stays busy five seconds doing one thing and then doing something He's on to the next yes he keeps me he kept me so busy <laughs> so it's like yeah no time to even think about anything yeah. like that yeah but, um so yeah it was it was really fun and just a totally different pregnancy this one was definitely more challenge my second pregnancy was a lot more challenging than right the first not even just up until the end but like through the beginning like nausea was worse yeah back issues were worse uh, yeah you had the back issues again I was like through this pregnancy it was clear to me that like this would probably be my last pregnancy yeah yeah, yeah. um so like at what point did you how do I want to say this like did you notice similarities between the first and the second that like maybe you would have like started to like in the back of your head start thinking like oh I wonder if this is gonna like end pretty similarly to the first or something like that yeah literally the week um that I went back into the hospital for so with Noah with my second pregnancy um is that what you're referring Mm -hmm. to like so that so the week that it happened I um I was super busy with work yep um because I love my job and I just like work all the time. Yeah. (laughs) And like that week I had so much going on. I had, um, I think we had one or two workshops Mm -hmm. for a client. And then. Are you filming something? And then that Friday. Uh Yeah. That Friday we were filming a video all day for one of our clients that I was directing. Right. And so on that Thursday when we had a workshop, my feet were super swollen um, and, you know, mind you, I'm 31 weeks. Okay, at this I was about point. to ask. Yeah. yeah. I'm um, actually, I was 30 weeks. Excuse me. I was 30 weeks at that point. Um, and yeah, my feet started to get super swollen. And then I started to feel that stomach cramp again. Oh, my God. That same stomach pain that I had the last time. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, this cannot. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of pushed it to the side a little bit if I'm being right like I was so scared it almost brought back like a little bit of PTSD for understandably so for the first time and so I was like I don't want to deal with this this can't be happening again let's see you know how far I can kind of like I just didn't want to go into that there's no way it can happen this early yeah I'm 30 weeks I'm 30 weeks I'm barely in the third trimester yeah oh my gosh so you ended up calling your doctor and they said, okay, you got to go to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. I finished work on Friday um, because I was like, 
I gotta get through this. I gotta shoot. get through this this video shoot, and I just like wanted to keep working and wanted to <clears throat> tell myself this wasn't happening. And then I was like, I need to check my blood pressure because I had a feeling, yeah, that something was wrong. And so I got home, I relaxed a little bit, tried to like calm down mm-hmm. before I did that, just to like make sure it wasn't offset by my nerves. Yeah, and I took my blood pressure, and it was insanely high oh my god like really scarily high like in the i think it was like in the 150s yeah like 150 over 90 or 100 on the bottom and so i called my doctor and i told her i'm scared that i that this is happening again yeah i have the pain in my right side my blood pressure is through the roof and my feet are like ridiculously swollen Mm -hmm. so she was like please come in yeah um, and just get checked out and I was like let's just wait maybe tomorrow I'll be okay I just was scared to go in there yeah and it's different times too you got to remember like I had Ford in 2019 like a few months before COVID hit Mm -hmm. and then with Noah um, we were still kind of you know dealing with COVID even still in 2021 of course this year and so I know that things are different in the hospital you know yeah. Um, and I've got Ford at home to think about. So yeah. just kind of all those things were going through my mind, keeping me from like wanting to go into the hospital. Understandably so. And so you got there and they said you can't go home. Yeah. I got there and they did my blood work just like they did the last time. And they were like, your liver enzymes are three times the normal amount. And we wow. have to start you on magnesium ASAP. And you're not leaving the hospital without your baby. And that was so tough because, like, since it was COVID, they didn't let Ford come to, like, hang out with you. That was the absolute worst part is that they weren't letting any kids under 18 Mm -hmm. um, come into the hospital. And um, I was like... If I'm not leaving without my baby, how long am I going to be here? And I'm not going to get to see my son. Like, I see him every day. I've given him almost every bath. I I kiss him goodnight every night. Yeah. How can I do that? I mean, it was absolutely brutal. And I remember you told me um, y'all had, like, you guys didn't, like, sneak Ford in. But you had, (laughs) like, I guess you had, like, gone down to the lobby or something. Yeah. And you got to see him for a day. And, oh. Yeah, you know, I basically told them, like, if I can't see my, like, because, so what they told me was basically, they thought I was going to have the baby in a few days, but they were going to monitor me and monitor my blood pressure. So we were able to kind of push it off a little bit. And they were like, okay, we're going to try and get you to 32 weeks. Right. We'll try and get you to 34 weeks if we can, but you probably Mm -hmm. won't go beyond that point. Mm -hmm. And so I was admitted on like a Friday night. And um, I... I had Noah on that Tuesday, that next Tuesday. And there was like, I feel like the plan was constantly changing between it that was. Friday night and that Tuesday. Like, I remember there was a time where you were like, oh, there's a chance I might get to go home. Oh, mm-hmm. like, they're, like, they think I'm going to be able to make it to 34 yep. weeks. Oh, like, just like yeah. things were constantly changing. Exactly. So in this time, they were like, your symptoms are semi-consistent with help, but it's mostly severe preeclampsia. Right. And so um, they were thinking at one point, like you said, my blood pressure was going down, which was really great. So they were thinking like, oh, if it stays this way, maybe you'll get to go home. I even had a specialist come by and I talked to them and they were like, you're in very dangerous territory here. I was also having these really bad headaches right to the point where um they did like a head scan just to make sure that i wasn't having like some kind of a stroke or something like that wow um and luckily i wasn't or Mm -hmm. anything but um i had um one of my symptoms with preeclampsia was yeah because you had your you had Mm -hmm. ellie early too and you Mm -hmm. had really high blood pressure yeah yeah and the headache Mm -hmm. yep Yeah, so that's so scary. I just feel for other moms who go through this because, you know, it's not ideal. Yeah. And it is scary and it sucks. And, like, especially when – so it's scary and you don't know what's going on, but then when you add 
the added the extra layer of like not getting to see the kids that you already have like Mm -hmm. that just takes like a bad scary situation and like makes it even tougher like you are so amazing to me (sighs) you really are at first I was like is my son even gonna survive like I don't know I'm not a doctor I don't know like if he's born at 31 weeks is he gonna make it you Mm -hmm. know or anything like that so I was scared they sent a um a NICU doctor <clears throat> to the to our room to talk to us, me and my husband. Yeah. Just to tell us if the baby does come early, this is what you have to expect. Yeah. Um, and it was really scary. Yeah. Like the stuff she was saying we were gonna go through, you know, how long he could potentially be in the hospital, all yeah. of those things. Like when you have your baby, you're like Oh, I get to take my baby home. Most people, when they have their baby, Mm -hmm. they get to take their baby home. And so to think, like, I can't take my baby home is just... It's tough. It's the absolute worst feeling a mom could ever have. Because your first instinct is to care and protect for your child. Yeah. And just not to be able to be with them is just devastating. So, okay, let's take a few steps back. So you were admitted on a Friday evening, and then you had Noah on Tuesday. Mm Mm-hmm. So what happened after Noah was born? Yeah. So when Noah was born, again, uh, my body went back to normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, yeah. right after I had him, I think they did blood work that evening and they already saw the numbers drop like instantaneously. Yeah. Um, and uh, Noah was immediately admitted to the NICU when I had him. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a lot more troubles than Ford and almost had like this false hope at the beginning because they were like oh he's doing great and mind you he was born four pounds one ounce so he was itty bitty Um, and so so precious looking just like his brother so precious I mean they almost looked identical coming out so um, just really precious and um, yeah so he was in the NICU that night he actually got a pneumothorax in his lung so I'm not a doctor, yeah. <laughs> but basically he had um, really um, just trouble breathing okay. in his lung. And so they actually had to put a tube in his chest Gotcha. Um, yeah, to help guy. him breathe. So he had that for about six days. So mm-hmm. while he had that, I actually couldn't hold him. So I never got to hold him until like almost a week after he was born. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I cannot even imagine i know it's so hard because you carry that baby for such a long time and like all you can think about is i can't wait to see what they look like i can't wait to hold them them. yeah yeah Yeah. so that was so tricky and then yeah he was um but after he got the chest tube out he was a different baby he was like progressing he was moving to um, what they call room air, where okay. um, he doesn't have the CPAP machine. He doesn't. He wasn't on oxygen anymore. They took the chest tube out. Getting stronger and stronger. Getting stronger and stronger. And to get out of the NICU, you have to, especially when they're that little, mm-hmm. they have to do several things in order to get out. And one of them is to be on, you know, room air. The other is like gain weight, and then they have to learn how to feed, drink like a certain mm-hmm. amount of. and be able to keep it down Mm -hmm. and that's actually the hardest part because when they're that little um he had a a tube in his nose for a really long time like they had to feed him through there Mm -hmm. because they're just too little to be able to do that their jaws not strong enough like just and their stomach is so small that Mm -hmm. like it can't like the capacity for for the amount of milk that it can hold yeah. is like so small. Yeah, I mean, and they have to feed them like for when he was first feeding, it was like over an hour that wow. this machine would like feed him. Like it spread like it out that drips. long. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. Crazy. Wow. That's amazing. Can you believe they have stuff like that? Thank God they do. I know. Like Thank I'm just God so they do. grateful. I mean, again, the NICU nurses and doctors are just complete angels. Oh. I told them when I was there, too, because I, like, befriended all of them. Of course. You know? Like, I'm there. T- I was there all day, every day for a month. For a month. Yeah, yeah. So Noah was in the NICU for a whole month. Yeah, he was. And I'm, 
I thought it was going to be a little longer, to be honest. Right. My husband and I were kind of mentally prepared for six weeks, mm-hmm. but it was four weeks. And so y'all deserved that nice surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Oh, my gosh. It was that little bone to be tossed your way was so me, deserved. When they told me that we could take him home, I was like, this is the best day of my life. Like, oh. I don't have to get up in the morning. It was Groundhog Day for me. Okay? Oh, yeah. Every single day it was like, wake up, drive to the hospital, spend the day with Noah, go mm-hmm. home, be with Ford. Yeah. And then go to sleep, wake up and do it all over again. You're so strong. I couldn't you are so it. strong. How did you. So during that time, um, specifically like those four weeks where like you were wanting to be there with Noah at the hospital mm-hmm. and you were wanting to be at home with Ford. Right. So like, how did you keep, how did you get through that? Like, how did you stay positive, keep your cup filled? Mm-hmm. How did you do that? For my babies, you know, like mm-hmm. I, you have to, you know, as a mom, most of the time you just have to put a brave face on for your kids. Yeah. Even if, you're going through the most scariest shit of your life like I was. It was like, you just have to put a brave face on. Like for me, it was so hard for me to leave Noah at the hospital every day. Yeah. But I had to go home and be mom to Ford. Yeah. And so I just had to keep that, you know, that up. And so I, and at the same time I was pumping, you know, 24 seven. Yeah. Gotta feed Noah. Mm -hmm. And I was able to give him my breast milk into this day like you know yeah completely all the way through which is so how it's a fulfilling feeling yeah yeah because with ford i wasn't able to do that like i Mm -hmm. i only you know pumped for like a month and then we went to formula yeah so it's just it's just different for everyone and every baby and every pregnancy for sure for sure so so now thankfully life with the boys has settled down a little bit (laughs) sure it has i think any mom with two boys or one boy or more knows that that's not true never the case okay so now so you have ford who's almost two you have noah who's about five months Mm -hmm. now how do you keep your own cup filled yeah (sighs) man it's so tough um it i'm not even gonna sugarcoat Especially me, like I said earlier, I love to stay busy and active and it's so hard to do that, but it's essential Mm -hmm. to really, you know, you have to be your best self for you so that you can be that for other people. Absolutely. And you say that kind of, you know, you say that all the time. You serve others best when Mm -hmm. you serve yourself first. That's right. And for me, the... And, you know, it's different for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody has their own needs. Right. And for me, I love to be around people. Yeah. You know, that's just who I am. But at the same time, I need that me time to be able to recharge. Yeah. So for me, it's finding, you know, a little bit of time during every day to take to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, What I've been doing a lot lately is... Uh, you know, after Ford goes to school in the morning and our nanny gets there to help with Noah so I can work, I'll take a 30 minute walk in the mornings. Oh, what a good way to say that. And I love it. I can't tell you how much I love it because I go outside and I go walk around the lake in our neighborhood and I it just helps me clear my head and prepare for the day and like actually think. <laughs> yeah. Like just time to like enjoy and think or just sometimes just like be mindless yeah and listen to music um but it's just so crucial for me to have alone time yeah before I become like the extroverted me that I am absolutely like I've got to have that recharge time so I think it's so different for everyone but that's definitely what works and what helps me yeah yeah what a good way to start the day just like getting outside first Mm -hmm. of all moving your body just like starting your day with movement I think is just so beneficial so great yeah and the good thing about that is since your days are so busy like and since you're prioritizing that like you are building movement into each day right like creating the time for Mm it and whereas like if like you were going to put off the walk then like it probably wouldn't happen just with 
the go 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 nonstop mm-hmm. of life. Yeah, and I I'm not perfect by any means. Like it doesn't happen every day like I want it to. Yeah. And so sometimes my me time is like driving time. Yeah. You know, some, you know, yep. listening to podcasts, you know, or, you know, listening to music or whatever. But I've got to have, you've got to make that time for yourself. And I remember um, about a month ago, I was in a cycling class and the instructor was like, where are all the moms at? Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, moms. Um, and she was like you know great job to you guys for like being here today making time for yourself because you have to do these kinds of things for yourself in order to be mom to everyone else yeah you have to take care of yourself too amen you don't even think about that as a mom because you're just like so wrapped up in your kids you know yeah Uh, i mean and rightfully so but like you do you just gotta take care of yourself you so do preach Good Woo. stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so this might, you might have already told us what your hack is through the morning time. Yeah. Um, but I always like to end the interview episodes with asking if you have a life and or happiness hack that you love and that our listeners might love too. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like I just said, for me, it's just finding that one thing that you need recently um my uh my boss at work had us Mm -hmm. take this um it's kind of like a personality (coughs) type of test yeah and it did tell me that i am like my usual time is in like an extroverted space and around a lot of people but in order to keep myself from being stressed out and be like my best self i have to have a little bit of alone time to recharge and it's not the same for everybody but I think just knowing that about knowing whatever it is about yourself and then mm-hmm. being able to use that, you know, in your life yeah. to help you and, and make you happier that way. But I think to, you know, I've learned to stop sweating the small stuff and like yeah. getting so frustrated. Like, and it's funny, everybody tells me just like my second pregnancy was so different with Noah. Mm-hmm. I'm so much more lax than I was with <laughs> Ford. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh. I was on pins and needles with Ford the first year. Just like so scared. I didn't want to mess anything up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And not that I'm like, who cares about Noah? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not, but it's just more like, you know, um, more forgiving of myself and I just give myself so much more grace and I would just say to all the moms just like give yourself some grace yeah you do the best you can yep and that's all that's all we can do that's all and when things don't work out if they're not going to work out they're not going to work out there's nothing you can do about it so just move forward yeah try to let it go yeah just try Mm -hmm. to take a deep breath and let it go one thing that I love hearing and reminding myself and others is like you are the best mom for your kid. Mm-hmm. Like there's oh, no other mom that would be a better mom for your kid mm-hmm. than you. Yeah. Shannon, oh, this has been so great. I know. Can we do this every day? Yeah. This has honestly been cathartic for me. Just right? Like talking about this. Oh my, oh my gosh. Goodness. I know. This was <laughs> oh, such good stuff. So if someone, first of all, thank you. Thank you for being here. Of thank course. you for sharing your story. Thank you just for being so open and honest and real. Mm-hmm. Like this it happened this stuff happens you know and it's like i was telling shannon before we started recording that um the only reason i knew what preeclampsia was when i got it was because i had heard about it on a podcast Mm. and so that was like one of the that was the main reason why i wanted you to come on and talk about this just to like tell people about it and spread awareness and you know like both of us had have said during this conversation neither of us are doctors Mm -hmm. um but just like trying to do a small part and you know maybe there's a mom out there who will hear this and do some more research on it and like that'll help her if she is to to get diagnosed with it too you know and make it maybe a little less scary yeah i mean it that's so true and you know i feel for any moms out there that are having to or have had to deal with this i don't wish it on anybody so 
So if someone wanted yeah. to chat with you more about this, where can where can they find oh you? Oh my goodness. Um you can find me on Instagram yeah. at the Shanahan. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh T H E S H A N A H A M. So awesome. that's where you can find me. The Shanahan. The Shanahan. So fun. Well, you guys, if you liked today's episode, will you do me a huge favor and share it with someone in your in your life who would like it to? You can send it to a girlfriend, your sister, a neighbor, a work friend, anyone, you guys. Word of mouth is the best way to grow a new podcast. And if you're enjoying the content, just think about all the other people that would enjoy it too. So thank you in advance. I so, so appreciate it. And y'all, I'll see you next week. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Think Happy Podcast. If you just can't get enough, find me on Instagram at thinkhappy underscore co, that's C-O, and online at thinkhappyco.com. See you next week. Mm-hmm.